Is it me you're looking for? Uh, Angus can't sing. No, I really can't. You really can't. Um, welcome back, everyone, to the uh, the second episode of... Um, Almost Funny. Almost Funny. Uh, with uh, your hosts. Your hosts. Interesting. Um, Reese Parry, which is me. and um, Angus Gordon. Which, which is, is him. Me. Which is him. Uh, and we've got... Um, so, first up, what we're going to do is we're going to have feedback from the last episode. So, um, we've got some... Uh, basically, what do, what do the people want, Angus, from our from our podcast? What's the people wanted facts, and that's that's a fact. That's a fact. It's a fact that they <laughs> they, they they wanted more facts. Oh, okay. more well, facts. Do you have any do you have any like fun fun facts to hit on us now? Actually, I've got one. Um, hot would... water uh, freezes faster than cold water. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's a that's a fact. Fun fact for you. Fun fact. Um, bees have a better sense of smell than dogs. Oh wow! Yeah, so uh, so if you if you ever at a murder uh, murder scene and you see a whole heap of bees and you're the murderer, then you're just, fucked. Um, yeah. So no, no need to sugarcoat it because you've, <laughs> you've got honey. Oh, classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I hope the hive mind likes that. So so we've got um. What's interesting is what we're going to try and develop over the next few podcasts is a bit of sexual tension. Some will they won't they? We we decide like all double acts they need some sexual tension like those detective shows will they won't they they we definitely will. I heard that the, we definitely the writer we definitely of um, of When Harry Met Sally actually um, yeah died yesterday. So um, uh, so I, I was I was having lunch with a friend, and um, she brings out the point that you know that men and women can't actually be platonic friends, and um, so I think that uh, I'm gonna well I think men and men uh, can't be platonic friends without a bit of sexual tension either. So well, Plato definitely called that. He- <laughs> He loved corrupting youth. Yeah, he also uh, Socrates. So uh, that's a boy love joke because yeah. both of them were sleeping with each other. Um, it's fun. So, all right. So what else have we got? We have the feedback. So feedback. We've actually tried to structure this this podcast out a little bit more. So we've um, written stuff down. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Right? Um, just, just, just for the people that were interested, more Hockey World updates. Because <laughs> uh, I know Hockey World was probably the highlight of the last show. Oh, okay, right. Um I'd just like to announce that Robert Bell has made the um, the state squad for the Blades. That's, so congratulations, Robert Bell. Good work. Woo! Well Success, yeah. Um, from East. Um, from East. Lovely. Um, yeah. Bump. Bump. Uh, so, and yeah, so Hockey World updates. We Okay, so let's talk about Hamish and Andy. Well, we're trying to be more like Hamish and Andy because because they've got successful careers. Oh, okay. Cool. We're so we're to trying to emulate people with successful my, careers. My, my favorite person, I think the person that has the best job on um, in Australian media is Andy from Hamish and Andy because... Andy's job from um, Hamish and Andy is being friends with Hamish from, from Hamish <laughs> full-time and Andy. Full-time job. His full-time job is being friends with Hamish from Hamish and Andy. And I think being friends with, like, Hamish from Hamish and Andy is, like, enough so that you can have, like, sex with a supermodel for, like, a long time. Like, for a long period of time. A long period of time. And I don't, I don't want to... I just want to make it perfectly clear that I'm not having a go at Hamish or Andy from Hamish and Andy. I'm definitely not going having a go at Hamish from Hamish and Andy. Because I'm not even friends with Hamish from Hamish and Andy. I'm just, I'm just friends with Reese. Sometimes not even that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Hamish and Andy have challenges on their show. Challenges. People seem to like challenges. They do challenges. Mm-hmm. So the idea, you viewers, um, if you, what we're going to do is try to crowdsource some challenges for next week's uh, podcast. So yeah. if you would like to send those in, and knowing my friends, they'll probably be really perverted and gross. So um, we'll still do them. We'll oh, do them. we will read them. We'll, out, we'll, which yeah. may be funny, and then if we choose to, we will do them. I'll do them. Anyway. Um, um, because this week on Hamish Andy's Euro Gap Year, they had a hitch. They had a hitchhiking challenge, and they had to hitchhike. Who could hitchhike the furthest across Europe? So we thought, oh, that's a brilliant idea. That's brilliant. How brilliant are Hamish and Hamish and Andy? 
And so we did our own hitchhiking challenge, but um, Reese ended up in Benelong State Forest. <laughs> so we, we were lucky to have him this week. Mm, uh, Wolf Creek and yeah. the like. Uh, so we've got... Uh, so now we also we have the aims for the podcast. Yeah, aims so, for the podcast. Our, our aim is to be a successful comedy double act. Oh, uh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that part. Did no, I that's ask? just my aim. No, to, right. to, to win the Perrier Award, which is like the, the well, it's not called that anymore, but the award at the Edinburgh Fringe to win that, and then to split up, and then to go on and be the host of uh, Ready, Steady, Cook. That is that is Angus's dream. And then sometimes be on the circle. <laughs> oh, well, well done, Colin Lane. <laughs> Oh, that was very niche. But uh, we've got... So we, I checked in at our last podcast. 80 listeners. 80. We had 80, 80, 80 listeners. listeners. I wonder how many of those were uh, me. So I had a friend had a friend uh, call me up at 3 a.m. in the morning the other morning, and he decided to crash crash on my couch. And he actually... He opened up the door when um, in, in the morning to say goodbye to me. And he actually... Um, he said that he was... He noticed that I was listening to my own podcast. And he said it would have probably been less embarrassing had he had caught me masturbating. They're both very self-indulgent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be pretty awkward if you were masturbating to our podcast. Ooh, that's like the double whammy. Yeah. So uh, and goodbye, Claire, who's just the housemate that's left. She my, wasn't impressed. She wasn't <laughs> impressed with that joke. Um, <laughs> no. oh, well. um, so we've got 80, 80, listeners. eighty listeners, and we've we've more facts, more fun facts. There are two point two billion users of the internet in the world out of those seven billion people, yep. roughly two point two billion. And we have 80 listeners, so amazing room for We picked that up from internetworldstats.com, so, so you wanted to... Uh, we have to, sources for our jokes now. Source, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's all happening here. Yeah. So um, basically, it's, this theme, the theme that we're going to have a bit, of, a bit of a chat about this week is um, animals. So uh, we've got um, some interesting things happening here. So Australia, Australia, it's a fun fact. Here's another fun fact, um, everyone. It's, we touched on this last week, that crows have regional accents. Mm-hmm. So... We were thinking like crows. To me and you, crow. All crows look the same. Yeah, that's quite a racist species statement. <laughs> but you know, they all they all look the same to me. I can't tell the difference. But I, how do crows know, like which crow, to crow at? Like, mix which crow? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like yeah. How can you tell the difference between a boy crow and a girl crow? Hmm. It very awkward. The crowbar. Just like yeah, just sort of... just. Oh, no, sorry, mate. Got. <laughs> oh, bro. You did this again uh, last week. Man. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, but um, it's interesting. Um, so actually, no, we found out. We found out the reason, the difference, uh, how crows can tell uh, gender. The male crow is slightly bigger. Millimeters. Male, millimeters bigger than the other crow. I don't think they can. I think it's just they just they don't know. It's just luck. That's. I think that's kind of like you know that's kind of crap because. And apparently some um, some really experienced bird watchers can tell. And that is a crock of shit. Because what? If the only discerning difference is that one is millimetres bigger than the other, you could just point at it and go, oh yeah, that's the male. It's like, oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's so that they don't, they don't they don't feel gay when they're masturbating to like male crows. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm into birds. I'm into birds, but not male birds. No, that's gross. Uh, not male birds, gross. What's interesting... Um, we actually just had an entire conversation about um, fucking animals, about having sex with animals, and here yeah. um, uh, basically I'm not I'm not for. I just wanted I just wanted to point this oh, out. Yeah, very, I definitely am. Uh, very, I just wanted to point this out at the very start. Like I, um, so yeah. I just wanted to make the one point across, and this is the only thing I was trying to argue. Um, in our culture, obviously, it's wrong. It's wrong to uh, have sex with animals. There are two points. I a friend of mine, Serena, brought up the fact that there is like. There's a chance of zoonotic diseases passing from animal to human, but if you have like, like AIDS, like like AIDS, yeah, like um, but there's also um, so we could get we could get like just like 
Croades. Yeah, you can get you can Croades. get like a sort of difference of. Um, well, it goes from, it goes from its one host species to the next, and yeah. we won't have any resistance to that. Yeah, exactly. And so then we're more susceptible to death. For example, my um, my my major's biomedical science, and my specialty is um, immunology and infectious disease. So Which actually, is, knows this is not quite funny. a bit. Quite yeah. Well, no, but, <laughs> but the, it's facts. But it's, it's facts. Here's, here's another fact for you. So that the interesting thing is that there's um there's a school of thought that the flu, the common flu that you get every year, so there's like there's four different uh different serotypes of um of the influenza. like influenza that is passed to the human but there's like there is a far greater number far greater number that are in birds so it's actually uh the it's an reservoir disease. that's yeah. yeah um so it's an avian so actually that's the reason why um we it it you know we haven't built up much of a resistance to it but anyway but the point i was trying to make originally is that um I was watching a Q&A episode. Back to fucking animals. Back, back to having sex with animals. It's back to bestiality. Yeah. Uh, oh, back to bestiality. Can we call that this podcast? That's. I think that's quite alienating. <laughs> <laughs> to, to regular people. So, this podcast is not about having tips about how they fuck animals. So if you've got a chihuahua, that might be a bit too small. But, no, well, it was just... but if, you've got, if you've got a German Shepherd, they're very prone to um, hip diseases. <sighs> so there's... So the point is, so zoonotic diseases, and also very difficult to gauge consent with animals. But I also it's all about consent. That's all we wanted to discuss. Yeah, the, it's all about consent. But I just wanted to make the point that um, I was watching an episode of Q and A, and there was a sex psychologist on, and he basically um, he raised the point that if it is quite obvious that an animal has consented to, well, like, or started to hump your leg, what is intrinsically wrong about sort of like the sexual gratification, and in a society where we actually um, we murder and eat the flesh and cook and eat the flesh of of animals. Is like, it more wrong to Is it more them? wrong to like, or to not have sex, like to let them buck you or to like, to kill them. So it was just like, it challenged my, maybe it will challenge your, your, like, and you well, can have discussions, bring it up at the dinner table uh, with your family. Well, there's that story in John Birmingham's, he died with a flaffle in his hand where the guy co- comes over, he's, he seems like a normal guy and he's living with these two girls, a bit like Reese. <laughs> not that this happened to Reese. Yeah. I'm not saying this happened to Reese, but he's got his dog and they're on the couch, they're all watching TV and then, the, the dog has an erection mm. and the guy just starts giving him a handjob and the girls the girls are like what are you doing that's really weird and he's like well I'm just just helping out a mate just helping out a mate that's truly, what he said truly man's best friend yeah <laughs> see uh, a little bit there's a distinction between best friend and well not if you're in play in the NRL <laughs> there's no no dis- very little distinction <laughs> very little distinction just just a bit of peanut butter on your balls and <laughs> how do you explain that like to your parents like, yeah, mum, dad, there's going to be a scandal. There's photos of me getting oral sex from a dog. That's <laughs> that's the... That's pretty hard to come back from. So, if for those listening at home who aren't aware... So, actually, I um, one of my friends, Nicolette, who's in Canada... Our uh, international listeners. Our international Because we're on the internet. Yeah, we're... And we're <laughs> Two billion people. I just two billion say, people. Yeah, to this. exactly. So yeah. Uh, there's a lot of room for improvement with the, um, the 70 people. And uh, so, basically... I just wanted to explain, give some context to the whole thing that Angus is going to bring that over. So the reason that that was the joke was there was an NRL player. Yeah, he got he got. There was photos of him. Photos of him getting fellated yeah. by an animal, which is which is very difficult to explain. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I think that's quite. It seems quite common in the NRL. Like if you're not if you're not fucking animals, you're you know just being an animal. Being an animal, just standing around in a circle, masturbating while your friend has sex with a nineteen year old girl. Oh, uh, that's. That's yeah. Matthew Johns. Uh, actually, so, <laughs> so which Johns brother is it? The one again? Who's who's who's, who's, the, who's the worst Johns brother? I 
I definitely think Matt. I think rape is probably more wrong than taking drugs. All right, okay. I think we've established. Let's move past <laughs> established <laughs> the respect. Well, the respect. Oh, Andrew John's still on Channel Nine, so he's more respectable than Matthew Johns is on Foxtel. Okay, cool. But it's like the thing about football, like. The better you are... We'll come back to bestiality, don't worry. We're just being sidetracked by football. The thing about football is, and whatever... I'm sure this applies to whatever code you're interested in. The better you are at football, the less you have to worry about getting a job after football. Because if you're really good at football, you'll just get a job talking about football on Channel 9. Or whatever channel pays, plays whatever football code you're mildly interested in. Um, or hockey. Or hockey, channel like 31. Channel 31. Prison Hockey World. Because, but I don't think necessarily just because you were good at executing football moves, you're necessarily good at talking about football moves. Yeah, that's definitely not really an association there. No, I don't. But well, they're all good at football because underneath their like name on Channel Nine it says Legend, so they <laughs> must must be legends. <laughs> must be legends. But um, yeah, we, football players spend all of their week, you know, doing everything at the end of the day. Uh, there's always plenty of room for improvement. Um. <laughs> And other like-minded sporting cliches, which they try out over their 15-year career and then become employed by a broadcaster just to say ad nauseum forever and ever yeah, and you get ever. It. Back to, back to, back, back to, to animality. <laughs> if you were less bored, you were too bored by football. It was just, oh yeah, well, I mean, um... Yeah, well, consent. Can, animals... yeah, can animal consent to sleeping with a uh, with a human being? Yeah. That's the question that that, that actor, my housemate, is shaking her head and she's saying, "She's not impressed." No, she walked into the wrong part of this podcast. Because well, can, can animals can? I think that you can't. <laughs> you can't confer... Can animals provide consent at all, or is all sex in the animal kingdom rape? Mm. Because no, no one makes a logical or rational decision oh, to have sex because it's it's a biological drive. Mm-hmm. No one's if there was no drive, no one would be going. Oh, I'll stick this rigid object inside something inside someone's orifice mm-hmm. like that doesn't seem that appealing <laughs> if there wasn't for the millions of nerve endings <laughs> alright so I just want to uh, so just to recap um, pro in the pro sleeping with animals camp we have the two points um, uh, you can throw on a franger and not have a passing of zoonotic disease, and also... Uh, by Franger, I think he means condom. Condom. Oh, sorry. That's, that might be Australian slang, but I've never heard of it. Really? You've never heard, heard of Franger? Franger. What is a toss on a Franger? Or... No. What's that? What are those famous, what are those famous oft, uh, sort of, quoted thing? Like, um, don't be a, don't be a fool, wrap your tool? That's the... Yeah, I've heard that. What's the other one? Like, um... No balloon, no party. No balloon, no party. Ooh, I like... Ah, that's right, that's right, yeah. That's right. Actually, we... Prophylactics. That's that's what we call them at my house. So um, also just wanted to finish up. Um, so Australia happens to be the only only country in the world that it's legal to eat both national animals. So I've the, had on I've, the on the national emblem. Oh, the national. Oh, right, on the national yeah. emblem. Like it's so on you our national eat, emblem, we have uh, a kangaroo and an emu. And you kangaroo is quite delicious. Yeah, it's, it's very, actually very it's, lean meat. And um, for all the people that are worried about um, whether you know it's ecologically sound to eat uh. Meat, because of, you know, the methane release and CO2. Again, not a funny point. Kangaroos, a lot less methane than cattle. Mm. And also much better. They don't till the, the Australian, earth. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the, the way that... Um... is uh, less erosion mm. and desertification. So, that's facts. Facts. That's more facts. facts. More facts, because that's what the viewers wanted. They want facts. More facts this week. So, uh, you, you, at least if you come back, you've learned something you've about learned, animals. Yeah. That's the uh, the theme of today's uh, episode. But it's... And, 
But so have you had have you had kangaroo meat? I've had yeah, kangaroo I've, meat. I've, we we used to have quite often. I like it. I was a vegetarian for about a year, and I I weaned myself off for us for us uh, like environmentally and sort of sustainability reasons. So I sort of thought to myself like kangaroo meat is sustainable. Yes. Well, so I just I couldn't really not like I, it wasn't for a moral. Ah, oh, it's interesting. See, like now I'm I've sort of become my. Well, yeah. Well, I I think okay. It's, it's interesting things about is it moral to eat meat? Is it moral to murder uh, some sort of sentient being? for your own gratification because we can in the west survive without doing it mm. and i think it probably is wrong but i just don't give a fuck like, i don't care enough about the pain and suffering of others <laughs> if it's going to diminish my enjoyment of bacon mm. yeah it's, it's also another thing whaling whaling like in australia that is considered one of the most awful things yeah like, whaling, it is definitely we yep have a huge oh, taboo against whaling. Fucking Greenpeace. And and, and fucking the uh, Sea Shepherd. Sea Shepherd. And which the most self... Okay, we're going to alienate anyone that's into the Sea Shepherd now, but I find them incredibly self-righteous eco-terrorists. Eco-terrorists. That's what, let's, let's basically... Let's, let's bring <laughs> that term around, eco-terrorists. But right. they impede legal operations occurring. Like, I think if you can't hunt a species to extinction... But if it's possible to commercially harvest whales... Which it is. Some species, it is. Some species, it is. Why are whales intrinsically of a higher value than cattle that we all routinely slaughter and eat? Hmm. And also, on top of that, uh, why is it that the Scandinavian whaling is always looked over? Because they're, they're over. Not, I'm going to say they're not brown. <laughs> it's because they're not. No, because I actually think that a lot of whaling, anti-whaling sentiment is actually sort of anti-Asian sentiment. Yeah, there is. I think there's some, some form of residual xenophobia mm. to it. So, other facts? Well, that's opinion. Uh, opinion. That's opinion. But we're passing... I was just we, going to... Like all good radio DJs, we pass off opinion as fact. Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> so, so, okay, I just wanted to, to recap. Um, well, not recap, but also but present my last point. Um, so, in Australia... What's an interesting? Um, uh, but I just want to make. Oh, sorry, while we are the only like country to eat out the animals on the national. Imagine it's going quite to... hard in Great Britain because quite... the unicorn is on the national emblem, and obviously they ate the, they ate lots of unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> they ate so much unicorn. They just went nuts with the unicorn. There's no more unicorns. It's quite hard to eat unicorn these days. Yeah, also, it's like and I... the lion. It's just... <laughs> you don't see too many lions. <laughs> New York, and then being like, oh, yes, can I please have the uh, the bald eagle souffle? Yeah. Is that, uh, I mean, other thing, panda, the panda stuff. Is the panda the national animal, or we just like, oh, we just, just like to say panda? That's just, it is. It, it is. is. All right, we've been, facts, facts. facts. Other facts. You've learned that. The panda is the, the national, national animal of China. China. Um, they lend their pandas to other countries. They lend them. Imagine that here. We are, we, it's like a loan. We're loading you a panda. But, the okay, panda loads this, this, this point's being dragged out to death by any very hack comedian. But pandas should really just go fucking die. <laughs> what? They are useless. <laughs> They're carnivores. They're so adorable. Oh, I'm so cute. They're adorable. I'm, I'm big and fat and cute. No one's trying to save me. <laughs> <laughs> pandas are carnivores that, for some reason, have decided we're going to just eat exclusively bamboo. Their digestive tract. Is, has not adapted to their diet. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, they're just a lumbering piece of shit. <laughs> and they don't want to fight anything. <laughs> they want to do They want to fuck anything. If you don't want to, just fine. Give up. Give up. Give up. Um, so, actually, it's the, uh, in Australia, they call koalas panda ba- uh, koala bears. Koala bears. Not a bear. Um, it's not a bear. It's definitely not a bear. But what's interesting about a koalas, which is something I've been trying to dr- bring up for the past 10 minutes, is a... Uh, Koalas, actually, um, about 70% of 
of koalas okay, I'm not have... punchline. Yeah, do not ruin my punchline, <laughs> I guess. Uh, so 70% of um, the uh, Australian koala population has... Well, there's... I don't know if it's 70%. A large portion of the Australian koala population okay. has chlamydia. Yeah, they're, right? they're all deviants. They're all... And so basically, they and have they... chlamydia. And also, what's really interesting is they eat eucalyptus, which is, and, which is a mild narcotic. So yeah, it's, it's probably the ratio. I, I've got these points as well. Oh, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, they're junkies. They they're sleep junk- all day. They've ravaged with STDs, and they're just always blazing up. It's the, yeah. it's the 70s. Yeah. It's the 70s. It's basically the dream. They sleep 18 hours a day. Fuck for the other. And they're constantly high. But also, interestingly enough, the um, chlamydia is passed on from the female to female of the koalas. Uh, is so it really? It's passed so, on from the so female. They're, most they're likely. No, so most likely. So, lesbian, so the thing is, that's what that's what's happening. Um, because apparently, like the guys last for some insanely small amount of time, which I can empathise with, and yeah, then huh, basically huh, they also uh, have tiny dicks. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all this empathy that we feel for Wallace. And so, um, yeah, they actually sexually experiment with other females. So, I mean, uh, yeah, in the it's kingdom. not it's not uncommon in the animal kingdom. Yeah, definitely. But it's I just want to make this point. Just because it's not uncommon in the animal kingdom isn't a moral argument for us doing things. Because <laughs> dolphins frequently gang rape <laughs> other dolphins. Dolphins! <laughs> well, they gang rape. That's awful. Doesn't mean we they also, do have, it. they also have names. Um, yeah. They, they, which is something they've only just recently found. Um, dolphins. Um, Say my. Oh, my name. Right, right. <laughs> Oh, you know, wow. some, some, some like male, um, large sort of, oh, let's say macropods, but that's kangaroos, but, um, large mammals in the sea actually fuck each other's blowholes. Yeah. Like they literally for, for fuck their brains out. Yeah, for sexual gratification. Like, no, can't we just do it in the ass? No, we have to fuck the blowhole. Uh, Ricky Gervais brought that up, but it's still a valid point. And so with that this week. No, 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 we, I've still got more. What, what do you have? Because... Well, we were talking about consent and, um, David Mitchell brings up the point about, um, necrophilia. Mm-hmm. Like, does it really matter what happens to your body once you're dead? <laughs> like, should we just be like, oh, fine, you want to have a go on it? So, um, Angus is basically speaking uh, in favour of necrophilia there. Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I want to do it. I was speaking in favour of bestiality before, so I'm not quite sure. What about, what about gay? What, what about dead animals? Yeah, but there's... What about you, dead animals? You're not hurting them. You're I'm not, not hurting them. No one's getting hurt. They're already dead. Yeah. Oh, sorry? Necro-bestiality. I can't see how... Wow. I can't see how anyone's being harmed. If you want to do it... Yeah. If you're taking the harm principle, like, you shouldn't do things because it's it's harmful for the others. Mm. They're already dead. Just just have a go. Have a go. Oh, God. (laughs) Have a go. Oh, God. (laughs) I think it's necrozoophilia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Necrozoophilia. It's fun. Fun. That's a fun thing to say as well. It is a fun thing. They all have fun names. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, would you say fun names? It's fun names. It's fun names. It's fun names. <laughs> we will just... Uh, With that, I think we should wrap up. With that, yeah, wrap we've, up. We've caused... Your penis when engaging in sexual activities with an animal. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, so what have, we, what have we covered this week, Angus? We've covered our aims for the show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Aim, aim one is to expand our audience to <laughs> 2.2 billion. The entire internet. Everyone on the internet will just listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, aim two was to genetically modify um, Campbell Newman to become a dog trio, thus creating the first politician um, Pokemon hybrid. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, that's our. That's um, aim. I'm... Aim three. Talk more about hockey world. <laughs> 
because it's one thing I wanted to hear more about. It's and Brisbane hockey. Aim for promote bestiality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's it? I think we're tick. we're getting across the uh, the Marxist, Leninist, communist, fascist agenda, and mm, the beast. Mm. Yeah. And so, uh, and with that, um, this was, was what was what did we call ourselves this week? I think we said almost funny. Almost funny. So slightly, slightly disgusting. I think we've done a more our name. Yeah. And this is Reese signing off. And goodbye. Goodbye. Fuck you, Angus. <laughs>